There's... There's nothing to talk about. I'm fine. <laughs> well, you're not fine. Yes, I am. No, you're not. I'm fine. I'm fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, our marriage, it's its completely fine, right? Yeah, I don't look any deeper or, or, or ask any questions or just question it. So it's just keep everything fine. Well, it's always been more than that to me. What if it's not enough? Oh my God. Is this about the goddamn test? Is that it? That's it. You want to take that test? Is that it? Do you? No. No, I'm just asking because, like, I want to check how I sound. I want to check how I sound now, after an, an hour into it. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 just one oh, God. Can I just check? Hello, and welcome to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Bankole Mokwede. And today we're talking about the Amazon AMC show, Soulmates. And joining me today, I don't need to take a soul test to know that he's my soulmate. It's Ebuka Namani. How are you, Ebuka? <laughs> Hi, guys. Thank you. What's up? How's everyone doing? We're good. We're good. Trying. We're surviving. How have you been? I'm good. I'm good. Excited to talk about love, soulmates. Talking about love today, aren't we? It's... Yeah, you know, leave the, episode, leave the show behind. Let's talk about love. Yeah. I don't know if I can make it through the episode. Don't have to talk about love, man. That might be, that might be difficult, but we'll see. <laughs> We'll see how far I can go. Um, yeah, so we're talking about the AMC stroke Amazon Prime show, Soulmates. Um, it's an anthology show. For anyone who doesn't know about it, it's a show. That means it's a show that has a new cast and new storyline every episode. It's created by William Bridges, who is an Emmy-winning writer from Black Mirror, and Brett Goldstein, who is an Emmy-nominated star and writer from Ted Lasso. Um, it's six episodes. It features actresses like Sarah Snook, who is Shiv from Succession, Betsy Brandt, actors like Kingsley Ben-Adair. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good show. I really like the show. Um, so, before we even just go into it, let me, we have to start from one particular point, I guess. Do you, do you believe in soulmates? Yes, yes, I believe in soulmates. I don't believe in one soulmate, but I do believe so you, in soulmates. Yeah. So you believe in soulmates? Not yes soulmates so you believe in like basically loves of your life versus love of your life yes like, definitely. you don't you don't think there's that one person that you're meant to meet and spend the rest of your life with but just different people that you vibe with yeah i think i definitely think that you vibe with different people and there's some people who are just so perfect for you but mm-hmm. they're not the only one that will be like that in the whole world yeah i mean i kind of i, I agree with you not kind of i agree with you i don't believe in i don't believe in like one soulmate either just in terms of the real yeah. world i don't think there's that just that because i don't know i just feel like that's just unrealistic just there's only one person i'm meant to meet <laughs> or whatever um uh, how so how do you reconcile or rather is there no reconciliation needed for like your belief in determinism and how like everything is kind of set for you yeah versus your belief belief in that there's soulmate. more than one yeah but yeah it tracks though it doesn't me believing in determinism doesn't mean that if anything, it helps you 
stay content because you know that, okay, even though there might be 50 people I could meet on earth that I could have a strong connection with, this is the mm-hmm. one that I ended up going for. Or this is the one that I ended up, how do I put this? This is the one that I ended up being in my path. Like some people will need to branch out or venture out and say, okay, I need to see the world. I need to meet different people. I need to meet enough people. And then if you, if you are content with the one you were given or the one who went to your high school, then so be it. <laughs> that seems very specific. <laughs> is there someone that you're trying to, you're trying to get at from through this podcast? That, that was, that seemed very, very specific. Oh my God. I mean, look, more grease to your elbow. Um, yeah, man. If you're the person that went to because high school that he believes is his soulmate and he's trying to he's get hugging the love of my life, <laughs> leave her alone. Let other people. It's my turn now. <laughs> well, if you're the actual love of his, love of his life, hit hit him up, man. We're not gonna. But, yeah, blow but up your spot actually, right I'd... here on the pod. <laughs> so you know, you do the need. In fact, let me even, let me even mention the name right now. No, 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 no. I don't need. I don't need that. I don't need that smoke. But you guys you, are so can, funny. No, no, I was. No, no, no. I was just gonna say some bullshit, and then you bleep it out to get no, people no, interested. No, 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 no. <laughs> I wasn't even. Gonna... I cannot. I cannot. Yeah, but you bleep it out, and then people who went to my high school will be intrigued to see. Oh, yeah, say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. What? Name. <laughs> no, my name is good. No, my brain is going to bring up an actual name. Nah. And then, even if I bleep it out, I'll have I'll have the raw data <laughs> to, to to hang over you in five years time. I'm like, remember that oh, time? Remember that time you bore your soul out I, of the podcast? I, I do. I, I'm shameless like that, man. Who wants mm, to? Okay. Yeah, nigga. That's not. That's not how. It, that's not. You're not that shameless when it comes to editing, though. There's sometimes <laughs> when we've had to do some PR editing. You're not that shameless. Oh um, god. So don't stop. Stop by. Anyway, um, yeah, so this show, Soulmates, the premise of this show is that in the very near future, I think 15 to 20 years from now, a company has kind of devised a way to test for the soul gene, which means they can test you and find your soulmate. Like it's 100% certainty in this world. This is 100% your soulmate. And this is a world that believes in one soulmate. It it works on that premise. Would you, Ibuka, if you were single, would you take the test? No. I wouldn't. Is there any point in your life you would ever take this, like at 40, at 50? Yes, I think so. I think I could get to the point where I'm like, okay, I want to take the test and find out who this person is. Is that because. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Do you want to know why I wouldn't take the test? No. Finish what you finish your thought first. Uh, I I was just saying, like, at this age, I don't see the reason to take the test. Fair. Okay. At maybe 40, 50, if I take the test, my soulmate would have lived a full life. I would have lived a full life, maybe. And then we would have, you know, nice discussions to have with each other. Rather than now, we're both young. And, like, it's easy to get bored of someone. Like, I know they're supposed to be your soulmate. But, you know, you can have, you can be bored of your soulmate, I believe, anyway. I have so many questions. Um, <laughs> what's the first one? The first one is, if you get to that point in your life, right, 40, 50, right? Yeah. And you're in a couple. Yeah. But... You just like basically the way in episode one, how they feel like you just oh, feel like oh. maybe would you still take the test even if you're no, happy, I, but I, you just feel like I would at that age, I wouldn't if, if I'm in a couple. couple. I would only okay. do it if I was single and you know, or divorced, something. If I was just alone, yeah, then I would alone. do the test. Okay. Yeah. Now, you said that you wouldn't take the test now because you're young, yeah, right? And basically enjoying life. So, does that mean that right now you're not, you know, are you one of the people that doesn't like? 
you're not dating with marriage in mind. Okay, let me put... You know how people date and like, if I'm dating yes. you, I have to be ready to marry you. Yes, like I have to see you in my future. Yeah, so... Yeah. That... So two things. One, at this age, if I was to do a test like that, if the company could do a friendship soulmate thing, I would be down for it. And not even like a friend of the opposite sex. Like if they could give me like a squad of three niggas three more oh, i thought i niggas. thought that, i thought so wow i hope you guys are listening though you guys know yourself i thought that that's who we were to him <laughs> no, it's fine. Wait, no it's wait fine. let me explain you i hate mean, to see fam, it you really I hate have, to see look, it look look at look at what it is here i have like three four friendship groups like four friendship groups yeah and somehow sadly like everyone's scattered across the globe mm-hmm. i'm just saying like three more people who i'm tight with like that i wouldn't complain yeah at this okay. age so it's not like right now, you know, romantic relationships are a little lower my priority than, you know, having people I can enjoy life with. And then the question about dating for marriage. I hope you're not going to hit me up during editing and ask me to, to, to edit that out because <laughs> that, that is staying. That is staying in. What? That I like, fr- that I like my friends. Yeah. I like my... I'm just, I'm just saying... It's up I'm to you always, whether somebody I'm will be annoyed or not. You know, you know when women are like niggas love their boys too much. Oh, every time it's the boys, the boys. That is me. <laughs> I'm not even ashamed of that. That's fair. That as long me. as there's not someone somewhere that's gonna be annoyed at that. That's, that's, <laughs> all, that's all, you know. That's, oh, but sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Um, what was the second one again? Oh, do I date with marriage in my no? I actually don't. Like, I I date. I'm. This is not even something that can be cut out because it's such an integral part of the episode. But I date for fun. Sad, but that's oh, what it is. It's like. I'm on your side. I oh, okay. like, I don't agree with the whole thing of if I'm dating you now, I have to like I have to see marriage. I have to see know that I can marry. I'm like, bro, calm down. You're you're 25. Yeah, calm and I, I, like, I say it's sad. I mean, yeah, don't because... date someone you hate. Don't don't date someone you don't yeah, of like. Course. Like, don't do that. But at the same time, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I cannot marry. I'm like, very sad. Yeah, it doesn't have to be There's very. So serious. much to do in life. Yeah. Okay. And you know, um, the reason why I say it's sad is because there are people who don't like it or don't think like that. And mm-hmm. one thing I was saying is that people who date for marriage, yeah, they do the opposite of what you'd expect them to do. And I say that because someone who's dating for marriage mm-hmm. is more likely to ignore or work through unworkable issues because they're telling themselves, you know, I'm a married person. Uh... You know, I want, I want this to work. Whereas people who are dating for fun, you know, it's ironic. It's, it's paradoxical. Like they should be the ones who are ready to jump at like every little red flag, but yeah. they're the ones who don't. That makes sense. That actually, yeah, that actually makes sense. Oh, look at you yeah. dropping gems. Mm. <laughs> okay. That actually makes sense. Yeah, I, Nick, I told you we should make this a relationship pod, but you said movies and films. So, you know. <laughs> who, am, <laughs> who am I to tell anyone about relationships? Do not go. <laughs> I would never have the the goal to, to share it on instagram <laughs> what do i have to tell you please um i can tell you how to self-sabotage and maybe <laughs> self-hate but i can't, I can't push really people away any, yeah i can't even promise it there. um okay should we talk about the actual show okay yeah we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna talk about the actual show we'll take a quick break yes. i'll talk about soulmates the first four episodes and we're back so now we're going to talk about the first four episodes of the show um if you haven't watched the show and you care about spoilers, again, I um, I don't know how you found yourself on this podcast, but I would suggest maybe pause, go watch the show, and then come back and listen to our thoughts on it. But well, let's start with the first episode. It makes sense to start there. The first episode features Shiv, my girl Shiv, Sarah Snook from Succession, and Kingsley Benadier, who 
um, was Malcolm X in One Night in Miami. He was Barack Obama in the Showtime show. He's just, he's been everywhere in the past few years. Um, what did you think this show was when you first heard about it or when you first watched the trailer or whatever? Like, what did you expect it to be? Personally, I didn't even watch the trailer. I didn't, I think I watched it off your recommendation. I think. Okay. And I, and I just hopped in and I was like, okay. I didn't even know it was going to be an anthology show. I think, like, I just thought, okay, this is going to be interesting. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I thought, my first thoughts, because I didn't have much time to think about it. I think I was, my watching, my TV slot was empty. So I was like, okay, let's watch this. The first thing I thought was like, okay, this is going to tell us about the technology that mm-hmm. finds you your soulmates, mm-hmm. but like how they actually match people up. That's what I thought it would be, not what it ended up being, which yeah. is <laughs> a no, character no. study, six yeah. character studies. I I think it might have been when I was going to record one of those like earlier episodes with Aeon and Victor that he told me about the show. And then we're like, oh yeah, it's an anthology show. And then we're like, oh, Shiv is in the first episode. Like, oh, Shiv is in the first episode. I'm going to watch it. Shiv is in the first episode. I thought every episode would be like the first episode in which it's a couple or a person are battling about whether they should take the test or not. And I'm going to obviously talk about this as we go on. But what I liked, really liked about the show was that every episode kind of surprised me in that it wasn't that. Every episode was like, oh, you think you know what this show is about? This is not what this show is about. We're going to throw up a different question and we're going to answer it in a way that we, like you'd never thought about it, which was something I just really, really liked in terms of the show. Like, That's one thing I was going to say. Like A lot of mm-hmm. people, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but people don't like episode two, which is the university professor and his yeah. because apparently like it's it has nothing to do with soulmates and i'm like okay cool but it was a good episode of tv though like it doesn't focus on the technology and like soulmates and, like the soulmates part is a very tiny part of episode two but i I did still like the story and how everything played out in the episode spoiler alert because we're gonna this is gonna be a two-part so in the second part we're gonna talk about the last few episodes and then have a special guest join us for that but Spoiler alert, episode two is my favorite episode, I think. <laughs> wow, I think it's actually... That, that... It wasn't on the first time I watched it, but on rewatch, I was like, oh, you actually hold up very... I know we'll talk about episode two in a bit, but I think it's my, my favorite episode. But what are your thoughts about episode one? Before episode we go one, into episode okay. Two, yeah. You know, before we even start talking about the episodes, can I just say, I feel naked on this podcast episode. Because that's, I'm that, like, that's our job. Our job is, is to hear, well, get you naked here, heal you. We want everyone to, we want everyone to feel. We want you to leave this this podcast feeling better, feeling rejuvenated. That's, that's what we do on Pokemon Dinner. Because there is Therapy no way I'm going to talk about soulmates without drawing on some oh, real life. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like this is so funny. Okay, so episode one. Mm-hmm. I episode one was okay to me in the sense that it was a good introduction to the show. I didn't love it. But it was a good introduction to the show. But some parts of it strongly resonated with me in the sense that, you know, everyone has had that feeling where it's like, you know, this is good, but could this be better? Like, Mm -hmm. am I, quote unquote, settling? And it's the same thing I said in the intro about high school relationships. Like, this is not me subbing anyone. And if you're with a high school boyfriend or girlfriend, then lovely for you. But every time, and you know, naturally i'm a hater so this is i'm just putting this out there there's no amount of hater you can t- tell me that i've not heard in my own head but mm. when i see people and they date like their high school boyfriend or their 
high school girlfriend or their neighbor from childhood. I'm like, nigga, did you even try? Like, there's so much world to see. <laughs> and you just, you just look left, look did right and said, try? oh my God. <laughs> you just look left, look right and said, ah, yeah, you know, I'll have that one. God is like, okay, then I, I should have just like, why did I even make all the rest of these people? You basically, you went to the supermarket and you didn't even like go through, down the aisle. Exactly. The first thing and, and go, did the checkout. Oh my it's God. Like you, it's like, you uh, imagine taking someone to, uh, it's like the first time you enter the UK and they're like, oh, you can get anything you want. You're like, you know what? Let me just get gala. Like, nigga, there's, there's good snacks here, bro. <laughs> there's good snacks here, bro. No, no, no. But yeah, I liked episode one because I really liked, even apart from the story and everything, mm-hmm. I liked Shiv, obviously, and I liked Kingsley's performance. I liked the the question, man, the way they kept going with because the first episode acted as a intro and they spoke mm-hmm. from the eyes of the viewers because Shiv and her husband were doubtful of the test. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh yeah, like what kind of test is and that's how everyone would go into the show, like what kind of test can pick your soulmate? And then slowly as the episode progresses, Shiv's brother, who apparently can't hold a relationship finds his soulmate through the yeah. test and they go and they end up having a get married really quickly having little fights shiv is like okay this might break them up but they don't they keep getting stronger and stronger and then it even opens your minds to more questions like okay her brother was really pissed off at something his wife did and he worked through it he got over it but did he get get over it because he actually did or because the test told him that's your soulmate mm. and yeah it's one of the things like if something tells you this is your soulmate and I'm 100% certain, are you more willing to work on the relationship or overlook certain things? Yeah. So, yeah. That makes sense. And speaking then, about, <laughs> sorry, speaking of Shiv's brother, I don't care if God himself comes down and administers that test for me. There's no way I'm marrying somebody after two weeks of knowing them. It's that they're, they're mad. <laughs> <laughs> they are mad. Oh, my. Baki, you don't know how to love, man. You need. Two fam, weeks. You see, you see, the thing is, see, the I thing is now your middle name in two weeks, two weeks, <laughs> you're mad. I, I actually feel like, yeah, our wedding, like being married is a big thing in our generation still. So I, I do understand you, but I could, you could love someone in two weeks, man. You know, the, I'm the, not saying the, that. I mean, we've seen a love island that you can love in five days, apparently. My <laughs> own is that I'm not marrying you in two weeks. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah I to... wouldn't even introduce you to my family in two months. Two weeks. <laughs> they are mad. It was like it was like six weeks six weeks ago I was depressed and now I'm married. I'm like, that's not yeah. how life that- works. <laughs> oh god, man. But yeah, no, I thought because obviously the things with anthology shows are always like, oh well, can any episode be any episode? Can episode yeah. five be episode one or episode but episode one works as episode one. Like yes. it's like you said, it brings you in as a viewer. It's yeah. what I thought it the show was going to the be. Viewer. It's like the very baseline example. Like, if I told you there's a show called Soulmates and this is the premise, you'd be like, oh, is this the plot? Like, that's what you expect first episode to be. And it was like, yes. it just works as a very good introduction. I like the directing. It was direct- one and two were directed by Rob Savage, who directed Host, which we spoke about Ooh. obviously earlier, earlier in this podcast run. And yeah, just, I like the idea that, which is why I'm surprised, or maybe obviously we can't know for certain because it's not real life. But I don't think it's possible, no matter how good you are as a couple, if you guys aren't taking the test, you guys will question, should I take this test? Am I with the right person? Because yeah, once you I'm have right. that first fight or second fight or third fight, you're like, oh, would I be having this and fight with my soulmates? Like, exactly. The question will always come. Especially when 
everybody around you is taking the test and you've been with this person, like you said, Shiva and her husband have been together since I think they were 18 or whatever. So it's like, did I just go for the first available thing? Should I take a, do I have a soulmate in Mexico who is going to like change my whole worldview? Am I being too safe? Am I going to regret this? And you're always going to have those thoughts. I've really been struggling with everything lately. And I started to think it was because I needed more or wanted more. Sometimes I lose you and I forget the way to get you back. I went to the clinic today and I went to take the test and they put me in the room and this machine started up, no, 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 and this machine started up. And all I can think about is you remember the day Sammy was born, the, you know, the day she was born, when we, you know, we birthed her right there on, on the rug, right there. And the doctor was late and, and it was just the two of us going through it. And we were, you know, we were like laughing and crying and it was amazing and, and terrifying. And when she was out, she just lay on my chest and you put your head on my shoulder. Yeah, and the three of us, we just lay there staring at each other, covered in blood and God knows what else. Just, you know, breathless with, with love. I... I couldn't go through with it. Isn't isn't it fucking crazy that just the mere existence of this test that's supposed to bring people together would have ended mm-hmm. a lot of couples? So many, so many relationships. So like, yeah, because things that you think, oh, I can work through this. You're like, why should I? Why the fuck should I work through this? You're not my soulmate. I'm looking for my real soulmate. Like, why should I put my, myself through this stress? So like, it's it's common sense. You're like, oh, this doesn't make sense. I don't have to do this. Um. At what point did you know that Franklin, who is um, Kingsley's character, had taken the test? I was as blind, blindsided as his wife. Oh, f- oh fair I, enough. Okay. I never, I never expected him to do. See, the thing is, yeah, I have this conversation with people. Yeah, I'm the kind of person who loves like plot twists and who loves mm-hmm. like misdirects and all that. But I'm not someone who looks for it. I like to yeah, be yeah, surprised, yeah. so I don't always want to figure out what's going on. I'm like, okay, oh yeah, yeah, I'll just let the movie take me. I think we spoke about this before as well. I'm like that as well. I don't like to figure out stuff. But like, it's not, I wasn't trying to figure out. I was just like, I was like oh, this nigga's taking a test. Because I think it was when he was, was it, crying. Did, did you clock? Was it obvious? It wasn't obvious. So here's the thing. When he was crying at the party, I was like, this nigga's taking a the test. There's no reason for him to be crying. He's crying here because he knows he's messing up his thing. But then as stuff goes, I think they go on dinner or whatever. You're like, oh, maybe he didn't take the test. Maybe I'm just overreacting. Then the dinner, the, the kitchen scene happens. I'm like, oh, I was right before. He, this nigga did take the test. And it's not, not only did he take it, he is meta. I'm like, wow. But even like no matter how I knew or whatever, um, it's I guess it's the acting there was just like it hit me. Like both performances. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, this it is was a lot. Like, damn. This is a, like the part where he tries to touch her hand and she moves her hand it away. It felt it felt real. Yeah. I told him to turn the machine off. I don't care what the test says, Franklin. 
I chose you years ago. And it wasn't science. It was my choice made from my heart. And look at what we made, yeah? We made all of this. Baby, I'm so proud of it. I'm sorry. Hey. I took the test. I thought I was losing you, and I was so confused. I didn't know what to do, and I felt so hurt. And and uh. I've I've met her. I have just met her, and. I would say this here because since we're being naked on this podcast, I I knew he had taken the test, but I, w- I was hoping he hadn't taken it because I wanted I didn't want him to be the villain. I yeah. was rooting for the black man. <laughs> I wanted the white man to be the villain. I'm sorry. I, I sue me. Yeah, exactly. Sue me. I didn't. I wanted her to be the one to take the test, and he could be hurt. So I didn't want him to to have gone a step further. So yeah, I, pl- I don't if apologize. You, if, I was if you, supporting him. If you were in that scenario, yeah, mm-hmm. would you take the test? I don't think I don't think I have the balls to 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 find out if the person yeah. you've lived with for so many years and I, like that's the I also thing. don't have the Shit. balls to have that conversation like oh I took the test and yeah mm, it's not I you have the balls I'd rather just break up Shiv's realization on the way to the test I don't know it's funny how we keep calling her Shiv but oh let's just call her Shiv I didn't even write yeah. everyone might know that I didn't write down her real name let's just call her Shiv Shiv's realization on the way to take the test. It's probably what I would be like in the sense that I've built a life with this person. We have two kids, which we love so much. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. this test is not necessary, especially when we have a good, you know, marriage. It's And even the ending, man, where she was like, I miss you. And he was like, I miss you. And it's like, yeah. No, you he, said I, he said I miss you first, didn't he? Maybe. I'm, I'm just saying like. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. No, it's important. Because, sorry, go ahead. Finish. Yeah. You, you can miss someone who's not your soulmate. Like, people can have mm-hmm. beautiful, meaningful relationships that, A, don't end in marriage, or B, they aren't your soulmates. It's, it, that's, the end was heavy, man. Because it's like, of course they will miss each other. They had 20 years together, had two kids. Like, soulmate or not, she's a part of him. Yeah, and it was, because the, the word you used before was like, it wasn't necessary, because he was a good, they were a good marriage. Like, they were having normal fights, like fights that you'd have as a couple. They were not having fights like this guy's a bad, a bad couple. So like, it was only the presence of the test that made either of them or even both of them want to take the test because they, they were a good couple. They were the couple that I'm sure all their friends were looking to like, oh, can we be those guys? But because the test was there and something better was there or probably possibly better was out there, they, were, they felt like they needed to do it. What are you doing? You know, I couldn't help myself. I wanted to see what your life was like. It's nice. And you're right, your wife is a real sweetheart. I don't know what kind of sick game you are playing, but it is going to stop now. Careful, David. You squeeze any tighter and you'll leave a mark. 
episode two is essentially a thriller. It's it's just like a thriller. It's just it's just like somebody comes into this guy's life, drops a bomb, and he's like, "What the fuck is going on? How do I solve this situation?" Exactly, it's, it's mysterious as hell. The episode is a mystery. It's a thriller, like you said. Like, yes, the technology is not a big focus. The technology is like a story device, mm-hmm. but it does help us in the sense that the only reason why it works is because they live in this world where soulmates are a thing. That's the only reason. That's how the story gets started. But yeah, man, like people don't like it because they're like, oh, it has nothing to do with it. But yeah, it's a thriller. Do you not like thrillers anymore? Do you not like <laughs> mystery? I also don't think it works. It doesn't work as, as episode three. It doesn't work as episode four. It has to be episode two because it has like, the show has set up what you expect episode, what the show to be through episode one. And episode two just like, nope, we're not even talking about the, the soul gene or whatever yeah. in this episode. Just smashes everything. So, it also gives you another perspective. Like, if I've got a good marriage with a wife from a rich family, I don't want to find my soulmate, bro. I'm good. I'm, good. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm, I'm very happy. Yes. I'm not, and it also shows like how people can use that knowledge yes. to like, for bad, for, for bad deeds. Like, it doesn't, it's yeah. not straightforward. Like, oh, you find your soulmate and you get married. It can be manipulated in, in other ways. Exactly. Um, you can be blackmailed. Anything can happen. So watching the first two episodes, right, I was thinking, okay, what is this show trying to say? Like, is this show, like, rallying against the idea of soulmates? Like, is this show, like, saying, like, soulmates don't exist yeah. or they're not important or whatever? Because, like, in the first one, despite the fact, obviously, Shiv and Kingsley are happy um, and still love each other, they still do the soulmates test. Mm-hmm. And when they do that test, they, they seem like they're happy in that couple. Because it doesn't seem anything, but they but they still have that attraction to, to each other. They still want to be with each other. So I'm like, oh, is this show that's saying, well, this soulmate thing is, is bullshit? And even in the second episode, David Costable's character, he convinces himself that this woman is his soulmate, right? He convinces he has this supernatural connection with her, even though he has never met her before and she's not his soulmate. He's just believed that she is because yep. she said he's his soulmate. And I was like, and she was hot. Yeah. So I say, like, is the show saying that? Well, so many things is bullshit and doesn't exist or whatever. And obviously, that kind of, as you go on in the show, that kind of like, um, that idea is broken down into different things. But there's a quote from William Bridges, one of the co-creators, where he was like, your soulmate is the person you will love the most, more than anyone else. A soulmate isn't someone who's going to fix you. It's the person you will feel the love for the strongest and it's undeniable. Does that mean true happiness or the best person for you? So I think, the show accepts that soulmates are a thing. That's true, 100%. As a soulmate, but it's like, what does that mean for you as a person? Do you... That is such a good... That is such a good question. Because when I think about it, yeah, if you offered me a soulmate right now, in mm-hmm. one month, I would not love them. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, no, no I don't even mean... No, you guys, I don't even mean that, like, I would fall out of love with them. I just think like don't doesn't love need time to build, like mm. as perfect as someone. Also, you mean you wouldn't have loved them in by in four weeks time. Yeah, I wouldn't have mm. loved them in, because I feel like love needs time to build. Love needs experiences. Love like even when it comes to my friends, my my closest friends are people I've gone through adversity with. Like if I've not gone through adversity with you, I just feel like I don't know something's missing. Do you get me? Like it's it's. So you and I, me, does like what? Arsenal count as adversity? Yes, that's, that's what I was missing? thinking in my head. Oh, fair enough. Okay, <laughs> like, okay, fair enough. I was like, <laughs> oh God. So yeah, I was like, if 
if I'm if you give me someone who's perfect in almost every way, yes, mm-hmm. physical attraction will be there. I'll be attracted to their personality. They they might make me laugh. But in a couple of weeks, I won't be ready to marry them because there's no we don't have memories. We don't have a song. We don't have a spot. We don't have mm-hmm. uh you know a film. We don't have look those things. You. Like look at you bringing out the romance. <laughs> I said a song. A spot. Nigga, I'm a, I'm okay. a lover boy at heart, man. Uh, people people mis- misconstrue me. Fair enough, <laughs> lover boy. Um. That's interesting you say that because obviously when he, um, the main character of episode two is talking to the woman, is like, I'm going to tell my wife the truth. She's like, oh, what are you going to tell her? How you convinced yourself that I was just, that this was true love just so you could screw me. So it's like, he has lied to himself that this is, he hugged this woman and was like, oh, I felt this otherworldly connection. No, it's just a woman that you, you told yourself that she was like, she yeah, was your soulmate. Like, what are you talking about? So that's, well, I really like the episode. I really like how the episode, like, it shows, just the thought of a soulmate can make this person start believing that yes, like, exactly. I'm moving mad, essentially. So, yeah, it was very interesting to me. Um, but, yeah, I was talking about how I was wondering what the episode, what the show was trying to say about soulmates, and especially with one and two, about how, like, is soulmate a thing and, like, is it, is it not a thing? But I was watching and then episode three comes along, Little, Little Adventures. And in episode three, Libby feels like she's not attracted to women, or rather, she thinks she knows she's not attracted to women. Neither is her soulmate, who's also a woman, but she falls in love with her because she's her soulmate. And I was like, oh, okay. So maybe that was when I was like, oh, okay. This show, this show's thesis is not as straightforward as I thought it was. What's your What are your thoughts on episode three? Should Should I start with the intro types? Okay, you know, I'll just start from the back and then work our way up. <laughs> so episode three, episode three, like, still builds on the thing I was saying a couple minutes mm-hmm. ago where it's like, is love you just meeting your soulmate or is time part of love? Which I do think is like, you know, I should actually write that, flesh this thought out and put it in like mathematical terms. But like, I think time is one of the things you need for love. Mm-hmm. Like, so it happens at the end of episode three, spoiler alert, that, you know, Libby realizes that she still does love the person she's been with for a long time and she's had mm-hmm. the, all these okay. experiences with. Yeah. But this other person's a soulmate. And she is lucky enough to find a balance or hopefully find a balance between them. I won't tell you guys how she does it, but yeah. And oh, are we, we, we avoiding spoilers in this episode? I, I, I'm trying as much as possible. Let, okay, okay you know, Fred, I, I didn't know we're doing that because... No, no, no there is a... Any spoilers? There, no, we so haven't far? dropped any okay, major spoilers, except I feel like the spoilers we've dropped so far is stuff that still gets people interested. Like, okay, you know, course. episode two is a thriller and a woman's trying to ruin his life. Okay. You don't know we'll why. Try, you don't we'll know okay. we'll where it's coming. Then. And then, yeah, episode three, the Libby one was interesting because then it throws into the question, like, what if you're not physically attracted to your soulmate? Like, what do you do at that point? I- I'm sure, like, the test probably tests for shallowness and then sees how shallow you are before it matches you up to someone. Well, but it's, it's your gene, right? It's like, literally just taking Oh, yeah, blood. apparently it's, it's supposed, like, to a, supposed yeah, to be a anything, science thing. Well, from Isn't that problematic? Three, well, we'll if you're not that. physically attracted to your soulmate, but from episode three, it feels like you will be, whether you like it or not, because they both said that they were, they were completely straight, never had any relationship with girls, but like they still fall in love and still physically attracted to each other. So it feels like what decision, like no matter whether you like it or not, you will be attracted to your soulmate, whether you're attracted to their, their gender or not. That's what it seems like the show is saying in this world. Yeah. That's that could go one of two ways. I could have liked to see if the show was saying that, that you would be attracted to 
your soulmate regardless of gender or maybe it was mm-hmm. saying that we've all got a little bit of bisexuality in us which one would you which one would you rather is the truth would i prefer i'd prefer the second one i think in 500 years everyone should be bisexual anyway nigga. like we're out here missing out on half the fun what? the world has to offer why 500 that's so far i mean 500 is just my like i just always say 500 500 years everyone would be mixed race everyone would I, be pansexual and i then, don't particularly i don't particularly know if i'm missing out on half of as you claim <laughs> but let me not let me not expose my biases <laughs> uh, no but, I, I should i should be giving you the g-spot speech right now that women love to give us <laughs> yeah i've heard it and I've, i'm fine i think my life exactly, is calm man. Yeah, um, I'm happy the way. <laughs> but I think episode three, I think episode three, if you if you can distill it into one idea, it's that how do you have one person that is everything for you? Is that even a thing? Does that make sense? Yeah, which is yeah. which is what Libby thought she could because Adam was basically he not everything, but to her, who had not taken the test, he covered most of the bases, right? Yeah. And then they went on their little adventures to kind of like supplement that oh, yeah. bit of stuff, right? That's even funny because episode three talks about two things. Like the first half talks, not the first half, but like the first 10, 20 minutes talks about mm-hmm. Adam and Liberty's relationship. Yeah. Which we haven't even gone into. Yeah. And then the end of it talks about, you know, something else, which is, which I think are two actually very different things, but carry on. Sorry. I might. Adam and, and Libby have a very strong marriage in the sense that, like, they kind of supplement each other's needs. And then they, then Lib, Libby, who was obviously when I brought up the idea, she then wants these little adventures, right? And I think that's also to kind of like supplement the extra bits of herself that she that she feels like she's not getting from Adam, right? Yeah. But then she meets I can't remember her name now, but the black the black woman, her soulmate, and falls in love with her, and she then expects her to be everything because that's what so many is meant to be like yeah. everything to you which which then goes back to william bridges um quote was like your soulmate can't fix you yes. like th- don't expect your soulmate to fix you they're just there you're gonna love them but they can't very fix hard you. so it was a very interesting i think i was talking to you about how i really liked this episode when i first watched it but i think as i what as i thought about it more kind of grew in estimation in my head yeah. It was only when I rewatched it for this podcast, I was like, oh, I like the idea of the episode more than I like the actual episode. I like the episode, okay. but I liked the ideas that the episode was putting out more than I liked the actual episode. Because, like, it's interesting that, like, oh, no, I'm going to talk about the end. Is, why is why do you like that? No, it's not really a spoiler. Why do you like that idea? Because I think, I think it's very unrealistic, and I think it's very harsh and a lot to put on someone to expect them to be everything for you. Yeah. Like, Libby expects that her soulmate would take care of her the way Adam took care of her when she was sick. Yeah. Right? Or make breakfast and do whatever, right? But at the same time, Adam wasn't able to make Libby comfortable with kids, but her soulmate was. Like, it's like, you cannot expect... You can't expect the world from every, from every person. Like, you have to understand that, like, okay. some people will help you in different ways, and it's... Yeah, go ahead. Can I stop you ask. quickly there? Yeah, yeah. Do you Do you know what I find funny? What? Libby really loves how caring and patient Adam is with her, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But her soulmate, the only reason her soulmate was able to get her to be comfortable with kids is because she literally threw the kid at her. Mm. Like, nigga, grow up. And, you know, like, she wasn't as soft or patient as Adam. Adam would probably be like, okay, if you're not comfortable with this, it's fine. But the soulmate was literally like, yeah, take this. And I, I just find that interesting. That like, Even okay. though in your head you really love a characteristic of someone maybe sometimes what you need is a different yeah that type mean, of... actually, i didn't i didn't even know i didn't notice that but yeah that makes sense and it's like i like 
well, not where they end up, but kind of like the, so kind of how the, the episode develops. I mean, like, you're like, okay, well, it's a very interesting, you know, solution to the problem. That makes sense. Guys, guys I need to tell you this. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to forget this. Before I watched this show, Banky was like, oh, watch Soulmates. I think there's an <laughs> episode you're going to really love or it's going to resonate with. And then I watched episode one. And honestly, I thought it was going to be episode one because like, I'm usually the guy who, is always thinking, yo, could this be better? You know, this is great. Yeah. But it wasn't episode one. I thought it was episode one until I watched episode three. Yeah. And guys, the reason why episode three like resonates with me is because as funny as this sounds, yeah, it's, it's not even coming from a man place or like me being a Nigerian man. Yeah. <sighs> it comes from the fact that like, I have never had the desire to be anyone's everything. Like it's just never appealed mm. to me. Like, in fact, it even scares me, like, to be someone's, like, even to be, for example, I'm going to use very surface level stuff here, like, someone's funniest person, someone's favorite person to be around, someone's, you know, person they share music with, you know, so many things. Like, I've just never felt the desire that someone should love me so much. Well, that I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, but I need to be a funniest person. I'm sorry. everything else everything else okay guys guys, that's that's something that's something i was actually going to say why adam and libby works and why any relationship like this could work is because you know even though i i don't want to be someone's everything there are Mm. some things one or two things that i want to be like number Mm. one you get me like you might not think like i don't need to be your most handsome Maybe I don't need to be your richest. But like Banky said, maybe I, I need to be your funniest. And if that's how the relationship has to work, that's how it has to work. Maybe maybe I have to be, you know, the smartest. And if that's how the relationship... Everyone has what they want, you know? Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I, not going I, to, I'm not going to say what mine is because I don't want anyone to pretend. Do <laughs> 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 not kill me. Um, no, I definitely agree with you. And it's something... That actually makes us something because it's something... I think I, I feel it as well, but I've never articulated it. People bring out different sides of you it shows up in this episode and yeah it's like people bring out different sides of you that's why i really think like one soulmate is a scary concept yeah i don't i this is another reason why i can't it can't be it can't be one soulmate. My, I feel and like also just... some sides of you that people bring out or the way you are with certain people it's not built to last if that makes sense mm. like there are relationships or shout out to shout out to the goat billy ray cyrus he said it on on hannah montana and this could have been in my head for years. Some people are your some people are in your life for a season. Some are in your life for a reason. So shout out the goats. Bars, nigga. He told it to Miley. So <laughs> the fact that that's well, been in my head for 15 years. I don't know. For real, though, it's like as much as as strong as a connection might be, as beautiful as it might be, it might not be built to last. Or it mm-hmm. might not be built to be one that, you know, you're there for extended periods of time. Maybe it's something, you know you guys have little adventures, but you just know uh, that. Look at you. Look at you being all artistic <laughs> with the word flow. <laughs> Is that if you stay, then... Because there are people who, like, this came up last episode, which is funny, but toxic relationships. So, like, if we're both fiery and, you know, have a little bit of scoing scoing in us, maybe it's best <laughs> we enjoy each other for two weeks and then yeah. go to people who mellow us down. So when the show is trying to show like the deterioration between Libby and her soulmate's relationship. One of the points is that, um, first of all, I love that one of the points is when Libby is just being a, a typical girl. I'm like, 
would you would you love me if I if I had five <laughs> five hands or would you love? Me? And I was like, yes, this is this is it. This is stressful. This is this is what we, you put us through. We have to answer yes every time. So <laughs> I like that the show showed that. But um, I also like that one of the one of the instances was about about snoring, and me as as someone who snores, I feel like that will stop me from finding a soulmate. I honestly feel like nobody will commit to me for the rest of my life because I snore, and I, it, it hurts sometimes. But you know what? Life is life. Okay, you know you know what I've always wondered about snoring? I don't partake in these activities. So I just want to say, like, isn't it funny as a snorer, yeah? How, like... <laughs> these activities? No, not snoring. Not, wait, I'm about to give I, context. Isn't it funny as a snorer how... Imagine as a snorer, yeah, you're about to have a one-night stand and you're not even thinking about your performance in the one-night stand. You're thinking about the after. Like, shit, I can't even sleep, yeah. Because it well, was... No, but yeah, that, that would not come up with in a one night stand because you probably never seen the person again. You probably never seen the person again. <laughs> but if it's somebody you're trying to build like a, a situation, an entanglement with, you're like, wait, 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 wait. But not all one night stands have to end at one night. It's right there no, in the no, name. No, no. no, okay, yes. When you're going there, it might seem like a one night stand. But what if this person's a, like, you know, you get to yeah, talking when you get home? That person, that person you see- will not care. You won't, maybe you care while it's happening. Like, oh, I really want to come back, but I snore. Yeah. So what? But it's even worse for like situationships or entanglements. You're like, I can't. Yeah. Be, I snore. Like, I would have to be like, I have to be so funny and so caring and so everything that you're like, to oh, balance I out the snoring. Yeah, I can forgo the snoring. So welcome nah. to my life. Um, this is this, this this is why we don't go on the streets because we, we can't we, we can't handle. This is why this is why Banky does everything that he does. So what that do I he do? Can, what so that he can, <laughs> nigga, you directed the film, so he can be like, yeah, baby, I'm a, I'm a film director. So like, you can, you can go if you want, but that Oscar speech is gonna go to oh no one God. by myself. So, uh, don't kill me. Um, also, I just I just put out this snoring very early, just let you know that. Ah, uh, fair so, enough. So. You know that that's actually crazy. I wonder what other little things like people should put out early. Like I do this just before you come close. I do this. Oh no! I think good. I think you have to put that you snore very early. Come, let's be honest, because you don't. That's not, that's, not, that's not a nice surprise. It's not like I feel like. Are you an ugly sleeper? How would you know this? I've never recorded myself sleeping. Now, some okay. If no one's told you, then maybe well, you're facially, not. Facially, is it facially? Yeah, like some people sleep with their mouth open, tongue out, and then I they're probably, snoring I think I, as well. I think that that times when I sleep with my mouth open. Body, oh my, my, my body is very constrained when I'm sleeping. Though, like yeah, I sleep very straight, very straight, like kind of. Thing. Okay, that's good. But in terms of face, I I, I don't know. Also, yeah, who you do know, you think, you... who do you think is watching me when I sleep? Like, what kind of life do you think I've had? Oh, bro, women watch you when you sleep. <laughs> maybe maybe when you make them fall in love the way you do I haven't, I haven't experienced it yet okay but look look how funny imagine how stressful it must be if someone beside you is snoring and you're already frustrated and then they're also a rough sleeper just punching and kicking you while they're snoring <laughs> bro I will slap you bed. the problem Have is that seen... I'm, I'm a light sleeper right so when other people snore it affects me so I feel very bad for people that I'm snoring because because I know how terrible I am when other people are snoring because I can't sleep when other people are snoring, right? So now, now I know snake. I snore. I feel bad for other people that because I'm like, oh, man. So like, it's, it's it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. This is why I I, I still I'm fighting the fight that they should get more snorers into Love Island. I feel like we need representation. <laughs> we need people to know that like we are human beings as well. People like, snore. Let's, yeah, let's, let's 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 exactly let's highlight it. Let's. Let's it become more common in the social consciousness. Did you ever think that... Actually, never mind. I was going to talk about it, but it's kind of like a spoiler to the episode. Well, no, let's talk about it. Okay, did you ever think Libby and Adam were like, we're done? They were not going to be like, 
the episode was going to end with them being not a couple. Um, yes. There, were, the, there was a point where I thought the episode would end with them not coming back together and then mm. Libby realizing all the things. Like, I thought it would expand on the stuff introduced in episode one about how, mm. like I said, time might be necessary for love. Like, mm-hmm. her... Like, I thought it would end maybe her talking to a therapist about all the things she misses about Adam, all the things that she doesn't provide. Like, they kind of show you visual examples and skirt over mm-hmm, it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's not as caring as Adam. I thought that's where it would end. Like, she would talk about all the things Adam was that yeah. she wasn't. She might even talk about how her soulmate now has made her want, like, kids, but she only wants kids with Adam, with Adam. if that oh. makes sense. Yeah. That's very interesting. Um, I thought like they would, the episode would end with them being broken up. They went to the top of the list. I was like, okay, the episode is going to end with them coming back together as a couple. Then during the apology, I was like, oh, both Libby and the show are being very, very. No, Libby was bold though. Like that's the <laughs> that's the kind of audacity women claim men have. What kind of audacity? She was like, <laughs> she was like, what did what did she even say again? Um. Should I, why can't we do both or something? I was like, I was like, what why is can't we going do both? on? Um, and then when I watched it, I was like, God, one day I, I will have, you know when Drake says the level is way too advanced, that's, that's the <laughs> level when you, when like, you can just tell two women, like, why don't we do both? Like, can you imagine that? I was like, Libby, first of all, you're coming to apologize to him. It's not like this is like weeks later when you guys are on a good spot. You apologize and during your apology, I was like, do you want to come and have a four-way relationship with me? I was like, how would that even work? Like the four-way couple? Oh, I think. What's your dream four-way couple? I. It involves John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I don't know <laughs> who the fourth person is, but those you are know, I was I was looking, I was watching the trailer for that Jungle Disney movie where Jungle it's like yeah. Dwayne Johnson, and and I was thinking, right, that's some good milk, you know. I just, I never, you know, I never, I never, I never see milk as good, but that if was. You say good so. milk. If you say so. Uh, if, 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 you, if you want to perpetrate that lie, that's your business. I can't believe you just made me share my love for John Krasinski and Emily Blunt live you on You don't that. have to put it in the episode. Um, no, I'm going to put it in the episode. What are you? I'm, not, I don't, I'm not doing PR cutting like some people. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. The last Probably be a black person just so we have some racial quality. Uh, wow. Parity. Okay, guys. You see how that just happened organically? I didn't even... Bankole himself came out and outnumbered himself like he came out and said milk milk and let me get some you know spicy milk like <laughs> no i said the black, what you, what you, I said the black yeah who are you gonna choose as a black i'm sure he's gonna i don't, I don't know actually i don't know a fourth person I yeah fourth he's person. gonna choose someone someone from brazil now or argentina you'll <laughs> 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 say jail no. watch <laughs> <laughs> That's too much baggage. I don't think I don't think John, Emily, and I can can deal with with the JLo baggage. That seems like a lot. I seems like a lot. You have Thanksgiving over and Diddy's coming over. Affleck is coming over. It's just a lot. I don't I don't need that. But John, Emily, and I are just trying to live a very low key, mellow life. John would direct some films and put me in it. It's just very very straightforward. Nothing nothing too much. You were talking about relationships that are built to last and and relationships that will last. Right earlier, do you know what's not built to last? Or... The relationship in episode four. <laughs> those niggas, those, those niggas ain't lasting, man. Those niggas are breaking up. So, oh, man. full disclosure. No, no, no. It, it's going to end quickly, but it doesn't have to be them breaking up. Let's put it like that. <laughs> full disclosure. This is my worst episode of the show. I really didn't like this episode. 
like it's the one that is actually the only one that I did not like. Like I actively just did not like the episode. Anyone that is listening to the episode might think I want to <laughs> I want to preempt any notes apology I might have to do when this episode comes out, but it has nothing to do with the subject matter. It was just a very boring episode. Uh, you know, I feel so bad saying why that's this is my worst episode because okay, wait. it's like it's very it's like a white person saying that the worst episode of the show is the episode that's featured with black people. I just like it's just I just didn't like the episode and it's not nothing to do. It has nothing to do with the subject matter you know, or whatever. Yeah, go ahead. I'm trying to think. Yeah, actually, I'll give you guys like ten seconds of dead air to hold all your insults at Banky before I go on. <laughs> Yeah, just just shoot, say everything you want to say, man. I I probably deserve it. I don't know, man. I'm just like I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be a hashtag guy. Like <laughs> I was saying, yeah, this episode, yeah, I don't love it. Yeah, in fact, it's probably like one of the like it's not one of my favorite. Yeah, but one thing I will say is that I think this episode has my favorite scene slash montage in the whole six thing. Like when they are at that it? club. When they're at the club uh, gambling, taking off their tops, and it's like fab, taking shots. Yeah, that was that was in that moment. I was like, "Get me in there, man! That's where I should be." And it was during the peak of lockdown as well. I was loving okay. that scene. I don't have much to say about episode four, mostly because, like I said, I didn't like it. So, do you have any thoughts you want to drop on it before we then we can? Look? Okay, yeah. Episode four broke the concept. Like it took me out of the world because I was like, mm. "You have a soulmate, yeah." Because so far, I've rallied against the idea of soulmates because I thought time was an important factor in love, right? Like, you need, like, time and memories factor into how much you love someone. But this guy has a soulmate he hasn't met yet. And he leaves the opportunity to be with someone who he kind of just met as well. Like, he spends one or two days with this person and he leaves him. And the only reason I can think of for him leaving him is excitement or they made so many memories in three days that he thinks it's worth leaving. It's not not three days, it's one night. Yeah, made so many memories over one night. That's part of my problem with the episode, though. I do not believe that these guys are falling in love in that one night. I don't see it. Which is why, like, there's a problem with him not going to find someone. I don't don't buy that relationship over the one night that we're watching it. That's my problem. One of my main problems, part of my problem in the episode. Like, I don't believe it. I don't believe that these guys are a couple. Yeah, actually, actually, now that you do put it like that, what makes the Skarsgård brother so special that the black guy fell in love with him? Because he he has done this multiple times before. And like, why is why is Pennywise? Why is Skarsgård brother? Why is he following <laughs> this black guy? Like, like he should be very. If I was, I should be very angry with him. Like he should be holding him at gunpoint. He should not be laughing at his jokes. You, so you know, like, you know what it reminded me of. You know oh. what it reminded me of. <laughs> Passengers. Like, there is no way those people should fall in love. Like, you should strangle the person who did that to you. Have you... You've seen Passengers, right? Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen Passengers, yeah. Like, I don't... Did she know? Did she know that Chris Pratt was... On yeah, she knew. Up? She found out. She found out through... Like, she didn't know at first, but she found out halfway through and they worked through it. Yes, that's... Like, so if you haven't seen Passengers, it's like, these two people... No, there's hundreds of people on this ship going to another planet to try colonize for Earth or whatever. And they're traveling through space-time and they're frozen so they don't age but the journey's mm-hmm. taking a really really long time so he, chris pratt's character gets woken up accidentally there's a malfunction or whatever and then instead of staying alone he starts you know he's bored so he starts reading everyone's profile and like seeing and then he thinks that 
you know, Jennifer Lawrence looks really good. And from her profile, he would be really interested in talking to her. Mm -hmm. So what does he do? Instead of letting her get to the destination, he wakes her up and dooms her to die before they get to the destination. So terrible. So terrible, man. To live a lonely life on a spaceship with just him. What kind of psychopath is this guy? He doesn't get punished for that, does he? In the movie, I can't he remember. Does not he doesn't get punished. He does not yeah, get. Movie, he he basically induces induces Stockholm syndrome by because there is no way she would not have fallen in love with it. In fact, he's okay, the only person that she's ever going to see for some yes, life. Yes, he has to fall in love with him. Let's even put it like this: here, he is even sicker than I thought because I'm very sure he he didn't even when he woke her up. Yeah, he must have been thinking: ah, uh, even if she doesn't fall in love with me, at some point she's going to get horny. That's what he was thinking. He was like, mm. ah, like there's no way like she does, goes 50 years and she doesn't see me as the only guy. She's going to have no choice. That guy is a sicko, man. I, one of these, my like YouTube film channels I was watching, I remember when the movie came out, they were like, they suggested like a re-edit of the film in which the movie started with like Jennifer Lawrence waking up and she was the main character. So we're following her point of view. We don't know how she, why she's awake. We just wake up and then you see Chris Pratt there. So it's kind of a big... It becomes like this very. It becomes like a. Oh. You get right. It's so. It's so much. It's yeah. Such a better film instead of us because <laughs> when Christmas is the main character, you 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 want us to root for him, and then we see him. Wake, and then we're like, yeah, it's still very disgusting. But if we start with Jennifer Lawrence. We're like, oh okay, okay, and then we start putting the clues together, and we find, and then he's the villain. He's like the full on villain of the film. And then it would have worked so perfectly. So like, it would have worked. They, did, they wouldn't even need to change much. She would just yeah, wake just up start, and then... Just start with Jennifer Lawrence's character waking up. I wouldn't have to see Chris Pratt's... But anyway, um, yeah, I just, didn't, I just didn't buy their relationship. I just didn't think it was... I didn't like the episode as a whole. I didn't think the episode was as funny as I thought it was. But even just the, the central relationship, I just, I just didn't buy it. I didn't think it was good enough to... Well, they didn't have chemistry. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't want to say that. I think they did have chemistry. Like that montage you're talking about, that club montage, it worked. Yeah. Is like story wise, I didn't buy the relationship. I didn't buy that you're going yeah. to fall in love with this I think he, d- he, he, you night. do need to try in that scenario. Like, he does need to try and see his soulmate at least. Yeah, like, you cannot just be sure that someone that you've not met. I was even going to say, like, do we even know? Because you rewatched recently, right? Was mm-hmm. the Skarsgård character, was he a fun, loving person, someone who's out there? Well, I think that was the thing. That he was, this guy would be he, too boring. No, no, it's not the thing. He was very, I think he was very straight and like straight. <laughs> he wasn't straight. He was very like um, bottom yeah. of color. And so he thought that the black character um, kind of brought out a different side of him. Yeah. And that was why he was much to him. I wanted to stay with him because the other guy was going to be more like who he was. I wanted to be this free guy. Yeah. But again, it's not enough. <laughs> I don't think it's enough to not see the soulmate. Like yeah. you bought a ticket. You have to go and see him. Um... Do you have any final thoughts on the on the four episodes we've discussed? Nah, man, I probably bared my soul on all of them. More than <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry, I feel like just... we're going to bear more of our souls in the <laughs> in part two. Yeah, guys, you guys, please come back in a couple of days for part two of this episode. We're going to talk about just five and six of Soulmate. I'm going to be joined by a special guest. I want to give her thoughts on the show. I don't know. And I'm then we're going to talk about talk about the important questions that no one asks in the Soulmate yeah. universe. Like, what if your Soulmate is a Man United fan? What do you do then? It's tough, man. Exactly tough. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, look, um, if you haven't watched the show, go watch the show and come back when we talk about the final three episodes. And yeah, see you guys in a couple of days. Bye.
Oh, bye, guys. Uh, I was thinking about the loves of my life. Sorry. <laughs> the one from high school. Okay. No, the loves, nigga. Oh, all of them. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Bye, guys.